Thank you for listening to this episode of the Following Films Podcast, a movie podcast that takes you on a weekly journey into the world of cinema and the minds of the talented individuals who shape it. I'm your host, Chris Maynard, and today I'm joined by director Frank Calfon to discuss his film, Night of the Hunted. The film is centered on an unsuspecting woman who stops at a remote gas station in the dead of night. She's made the plaything of a sociopathic sniper with a secret vendetta. To survive, she must not only dodge his bullets and fight for her life, but also figure out who wants her dead and why. This is a smart genre film with far more on its mind than a body count, a socially relevant horror thriller that will inspire conversations and happens to be fun as hell. Don't sleep on this one. But before we dive into our conversation with Frank, I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Bookman's. Bookman's is your go-to independent bookstore, where you can find an extensive selection of books, movies, music, and so much more. They truly believe in the power of storytelling and in the magic of the cinematic arts. So if you're looking to expand your film, music, or book collection, be sure to visit your nearest Bookman's. There's always something wonderful to uncover. Have you followed the following films podcast on Spotify? If you have, well, thank you. If you haven't, head on over to Spotify, search for following films and give us a follow. It really does help the show. And if you'd like to support the show by becoming a paid subscriber, go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash following films slash support. If for some reason you didn't catch all that, you can find the link in the show notes. Night of the Hunted will stream on Shudder October 20th. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today, man. I really I'm appreciate a, it. I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you for taking the time and talking about the movie. I hope you got to see it yet. Of course. Of course. I wouldn't be here if I hadn't. And I, I really Good. did Good. love the film. Um, I had a chance to sit down with my wife and watch it. And um, and this is a What'd glowing review, but she said it was the longest night of her life packed into 90 minutes that she's ever had. So oh, it was just the, once the tension in this thing starts, it really does yeah. not let up for, you know, you're like 92 minutes or something like that. It, it reveals yeah. itself pretty quickly and then it just does not slow down. Oh, great. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad that worked. Uh, that was, the, that's the goal. <laughs> that was the goal. Hopefully, you know, some of the, um, some of the messages and some of the ideas, you know, were effective. And I think, uh, you know, I, I think the reason attention works is because uh, it, it's uh, relatable on, on, a, on a lot of levels. I, I hope, you know, I, I hope. This. Yeah, I, I, it is. I think it's absolutely relatable in many ways. And I, I think that this film, to me, the takeaway is really the um, this is dealing with a much larger issue, but it's really about the we ask the wrong questions. We always point to why instead of asking how. And so when you ask why, it's easy to ignore the problem because you're looking for an answer that you'll never know. And so I feel like right. this movie is about barking up the wrong tree, essentially. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree. I, you know, I would agree. And it's, I've, 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 I haven't heard anybody, pose, uh, you know, describe it that way. But, I, you know, I, I would agree. You know, for me, it's it, it, how it's we. How do we allow? Yes. Yeah. You know, how do we allow this? You know, it's not like blaming other people. It's everybody. Everybody suffers. Everybody's survive, trying to survive, and and how we uh, sort of uh, think we can blame one another, and instead of instead of looking inward and saying, you know, we're all humans, we're all responsible, 
And, you know, I think in light of everything that's going on in the world and wars everywhere, that it's even that much more poignant, you know, and I think it's a representative of, of, of society. Quickly, it became a movie about this country and the shootouts, obviously, that we deal with. And, right. you know, there's some point she says, you know, you'll, you know, everybody will forget about you and you'll just end up kill yourself or shoot yourself like every other one and every, every, everyone else. But I think it, now it, it, the, the more I see it, the more I go, oh, my God, it's the world has become like that. The world is westernized. The world is dealing sort of this this polarization, which is separating people. And uh, I think it's, you know, I, I when I got the script, uh, I, you know, it was about a psychopath. And I was like, well, this, this is why? Again, it blamed there was one person that was right and there was one person that was wrong. And I go, well, it's not that fucking simple. No. You know, the world is complex. And and anybody who's you know, and I don't condone anything that this guy does or any of the of the people that have that have committed these these crimes, you know, in the world. But at the same time, we I always feel we share some responsibility and that we've educated people. We you know, it's how we the village takes care of its own. And some people have issues and are hurting and are obviously psychologically damaged. And are psych you say, you're a psychopath. Well, where did it come from? I mean, lack of education, lack of of access, lack of, you know, love and care, you know, do we not, do we not participate and do we not share the blame in, in all of that, even though, you know, these, 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 these acts are, are, are heinous. And that's why we're always left with, you know, we pray for people and, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and we end up doing nothing because we evade what you're saying, the responsibility, you know, and, for and, it. And, and, and nobody me, wants to change it because nobody wants to admit that they're, they're, you know, their fault and that they have anything to do with it. And I think that's too bad. Well, and, you know? and that's really what it comes down to. It's this disengagement with our empathy that we have right now that it's easy to scapegoat and point fingers. And it's the internet is everywhere in the world now. And that's what it's it, that it, the real downside to this has been that we've been less connected to anybody, to our neighbors than we ever have before. We feel like we're in touch with people, but we're not on any level no. that's meaningful. It's, I think we're more disconnected now than we've ever been in our in the history of the species, really. I agree. And, you know, when I got the script, because, you know, uh, this is a this is a Spanish remake of yeah, a yeah. film that had no dialogue. And then Glenn Fryer got a hold of it and he wrote this, like, uh, The Psychopath. And in that in that in, in the one line that he had written that I was a big fan of was uh, which stayed in the movie. And a lot of it, a lot of it did uh, was, you know. Uh, your your the next generation will inherit uh, the gene to not give a fuck. Yep. And that to me was like, whoa, yes. And so let's expand on that and let's see why. And so I went in there and I sort of I sort of I sort of put all the subject matters that I thought were relevant and that were needed to be talked about. And I went and saw what is polarizing our country and what are the subject matters, and that's what I delved into. But it was it grew from that notion that we we care less and less about each other and that's what our children are going to inherit and so at the end when she walks away by herself what did she what did she walk what is she walking away with what she just saw and it's and it's and that's the real horror sort of part of the movie so yes the movie has thrills and suspense and gore and violence but to what to serving what purpose to me the higher purpose is that message at the end that you're talking about there so i'm, I'm glad that you and your wife uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, got it <laughs> or, or, or appreciated it because it was it, it was important to me as a filmmaker that it was more than just survival at night. It was a survival of a species, 
you know, of, of well, us, and you know, and that's the thing about this film. It is a pitch pitch black ending that I feel like you actually earned. Um, this isn't an ending that I've, you can have to me. I don't feel like there's much ambiguity in the ending of this film. It feels absolutely intentional by design that 100%. Um, and I don't want to give away what the ending is. I feel like the movie is absolutely building up to this. And if you would have gone any other direction with this, it would have been a complete, uh, the rug would have been pulled out and the magic trick wouldn't have worked at the end. And I feel like it's something that, um, I can see wanting to resolve this in a simpler, easier way that wouldn't have been as challenging to the audience. Um, there could be a draw to do that. And I know this is going to piss people off the ending of this movie. And I think that means that you're doing the right thing here though. And I agree a hundred percent. And, and, and when, and this is, this is, this is the, the, the discussion that we had with producers and people who want to sell, <laughs> you Fair know, and, and, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And we're like, okay, we got to, you know, and, and I'm glad that I had, you know, producer of mine who had, influence with the, which is alex who yeah. <laughs> alex is and he and he and i had many many discussions and many on trying to understand and 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 we weren't going to sell that this one out you know we we're not gonna you know we're gonna do what's right by by the film you know and by the message and and um and you know distributors and people who were behind the movie weren't, weren't so sure you know and and, and so and you're like, it's okay. I understand that. But, you know, we had an experience when we made P2 that we felt we, we had, but we, we were wrong. We, we should have gone the other way. And we, and we did, we did what, what, you know, we did what, what the convention w- was. And, and I, 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 we never forgot it. And so when this came up again, we're like, let's not do that again. Let's make sure that this is true to, to the message of the film and to the real horror. Because at the end, you know, you know, it, it's not a gratuitous horror. It is a hum. It is a it's it's a, a humanity horror, which yes. elevates the genre for me. It really, really does, and it was really important. And I found it super interesting that we could be in a single location with one person sitting on the floor, and we could elevate it to that place. You know, and that here was the opportunity. You know, to do a, it's a western to me. Yeah. You know, girl rides into town. She deals with the wild west and. And you know, rides off into the distance, having learned to become a greater sort of, you know, person by it. And so it had this classic sort of film, uh, you know, uh, aspect to it, which which uh, really was exciting to me. So I'm, 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 you know, my my, my greatest fear is that that doesn't translate and that people that it that it escapes. You know, so I'm glad. Thank you for 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 seeing that in it. You know, it's important to me. Well, it's it's just I think it's clear right away that you're. You have something else on your mind other than shock here. There's something deeper that you're working with. And don't get me wrong. There's people that could watch this movie that just want something that's thrilling, that has plenty of gore in it, that kind of thing. And they'll get something out of this. They'll have a good time with it. It it satisfies that itch. You know, if somebody has that, especially in October. But really, I think this is the type of movie that... I could imagine having seen this a little bit too young. If I saw this at like, you know, 11, 12 years old and have my mind blown and just be like, this is amazing. This is my new, this is my movie. And then going back huh. a couple of years later and it's like, Oh, wait a minute. There were, there was actually some shit going on here. So I, and right. I'm really excited That's for like those kids finding this movie. Cause I think that um, this reminder that engaging with your empathy and it's cause the horror of this movie to what you were talking about is not any of the gore in it. It's the, what happens after this, it's the next step. It is what happens at the end of that road. And at the end of the road, in my mind, I don't see it as the boogeyman showing up. I see damaged people creating more damaged people. 
creating more damage. And you know, and 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 in essence, the gore here, and it and it it serves that purpose. It's yeah. the, it's violence. It's the violence. It serves to show that you know there's nothing gratuitous about it. You know, and that's I sure. think why you feel a lot of it. You relate and you feel, and when she's in pain, you 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 kind of feel the pain. There's nothing gratuitous about it, you know, which is to me makes it that much more horrifying, you know, and, 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 you know, it's not it, like you say, the boogeyman, it's not that guy, you know, it's not, you know, it's not Candyman, and I'm not taking away anything from the, from the, from those, from the, from that movie and, the, and those movies, but this is people we know, this is people we see, this is people we're affected right now in the world. We're affected. Everybody's affected, you know? And so, so, you know, and as I grow older and I make more, I make more movies and I, my children grow up, I'm like, oh my God, what am I, what am I trying to teach? What am I trying to say? Is that, yeah. can I even do that? <laughs> you know, is it even possible for me to do with what I do to, to elevate it, you know? And so for the first time, my 13 year old kid now finally came with me to see the movie. And like you say, it was like, whoa, this is super intense. Like dad, what's going on? And, you know, I said, what's going on? It's out here everywhere. You see it. And you're like, oh yeah, it's such, you know, the wheels are, are spinning. And I couldn't be more proud of, of that, you know? Cause like you said, it could have been just a gore fest. Yeah. You know, well, we have a generation of kids, you know, my 13 year old, my seven year old that have had active shooter drills their entire lives. That's something that that's the reality of the world that they've been raised in. And I'm 47. That was not the reality of the world that I lived in when I was a kid. So, you know, in fact, I looked back at hearing stories from my parents' generation about the Cold War and these kind of like bomb drills and stuff like that that they would go through. And that sounded like a fucking nightmare. And we kind of rode this valley where it's like we weren't in that for these couple years. And it's just we're back in it again. And it's the enemies from within now, though, not from outside. And you're seeing it all over the world. This is not a unique issue to the United States, as you were touching on. No, it's not. It's not. You know, it's it's not unique. And I've seen it because I travel around the world and I see the same thing happening. I'm telling you, the one of the great one one of my favorite lines of the movie goes, he goes, you know, pharmaceutical company he goes, he goes, I don't make this stuff. I work at social media. He goes, oh god, that's worse. Yeah. You know, yeah. this notion it's polarizing everybody and it's having that you know terrible effect. And and I see, I don't know about you, my kids. I'm I'm you know. It's like a fight to keep them, to preserve them, to preserve innocence, to preserve them from being, you know, you know, brainwashed and from think from seeing this distorted sort of idea of, of the way the world is. And, and like we did escape, it makes you miss the eighties, the eighties. It really, it really does. You know, <laughs> Weirdly you, enough, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, nightmare on Elm street. Oh God, where, you know, that was like, it was about the dreams, you know, yeah. it, it, and that was the extent of it, you know? And, and, and so now what they deal with on a daily um is really really uh, horrific and i was you know i was just trying to touch on on, on that a little bit you know to to you know to to because it affects me and and i think you know it's funny you watch the movie i think it affects whatever subject you are affected most you will tend to think that this is what's happening in the film yeah you know so if you've been cheated on you're going to go oh this is what it is and and if you've lost a child and you're going to go oh this is what it is you know, and if you've been me too, or if you've, you know, if yeah. you were, if you've been affected by pharma or, you know, all the, all it's the all there subject, you know, and you feel like, and so I asked different people and I, and I, you know, oh, it was this, I go, what's, what, what's your history? And they go, well, I had this happen to me. I go, well, yeah, you know, there you go. And so my idea in, in really crafting the script was that it worked on all levels. And people ask me, who is it? And I go, who, who is it for you? <laughs> I don't, you know, I didn't, I never 
And even with producers who are like, well, who is it for you? You're going to have to answer that question. I go, I don't think so. I think it's everybody. I think it's all of us. I think that's the whole beauty of, 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 I think that's why the, the, the sort of movie functions. You know, I, I don't have to, to tell you. And it's not my job to tell you. And I'm not here to preach. I'm just here to show this is what we talk about. And how does it affect you that we talk about this? So I saw the movie screen with somebody and people were then going, well, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it sucks when you hear valid things coming from this horrible person. Yeah. It, it sucks. Yeah. It, it sucks. And, and I tell you, I guess the, the studios, people are going, we don't want you to think. We don't want them to think that you're on, on his side. And I go, but I'm not on his side, but uh, you know, I, but this didn't come from anywhere. You know what? Let's, let's, let's talk about it. You know, there's, we, we should be able to have conversations about, uh, about this stuff. And, and then he doesn't, everything he says is not wrong just because he's, you know, had is a psychopath to some degree, you know, sick. Yeah. Today's episode of the following films podcast is brought to you by Bookman's. So the last time I went into Bookman's, I went straight over to the movie section as I often do. And I was so excited because one of my favorite things that happens when I go in there, I'm looking for a movie and I don't know exactly what I want to see, something I've been meaning to see and there's a blind spot. And when I saw East of Eden, I was super excited because it's a movie I've been wanting to see for years, but for whatever reason, I've just never gotten around to it. So the film adaptation of John Steinbeck's East of Eden it's a powerful cinematic achievement. I, I know I'm not the first person to say this, but it absolutely does justice to the novels, what can only be described as profound themes and the complex characters. It's directed by uh, Kazan and features outstanding performances uh, from the whole cast, but mainly here by James Dean as uh, Cal Trask. The film captures the essence of the book while adding its own visual and emotional dimension. Uh, the cinematography, which looks absolutely incredible in 4K, captures the rugged beauty of the California landscape. So it sets the stage for this intense family drama that unfolds throughout the film. And the screenplay manages to condense this complex novel that is East of Eden without feeling truncated. It makes this really intricate plot takes that and then just condenses it down and really only gets the essential elements of it and all the themes are still intact with love jealousy and the struggle between good and evil that's all there and it doesn't feel like a lesser than it feels like a compliment to um if you've read east of eden and haven't seen the film definitely catch up on it highly recommend it if you've only seen the film and haven't read the book definitely check out the book as well it's worth your time uh, but in the movie, James Dean's portrayal of the troubled Cal, it's nothing short of iconic. Uh, it showcases his raw talent and charisma. The supporting cast is also incredible, especially Julie Harris, I think does an equally compelling job here um, with just an outstanding performance. And there's a depth and authenticity to these characters that wasn't very common for this time. So it's something pretty remarkable here. Uh, East of Eden, it's absolutely a classic that continues to resonate uh, to this day, still holds up. Um, I think that's mainly because of its exploration of human nature and the complexity of family dynamics. It's a timeless masterpiece that deserves a place in the 
annals of cinematic history. I, and I think it's there. It just took me a long time to catch up with it. Uh, this is a must watch for anyone who appreciates powerful storytelling and exceptional performances. So remember, next time you go to Bookman's, they have your cool covered. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. So, you know, it's so I'm not on his side. Just so no, of course, I never, I'm never not take on his that. side. <laughs> well, and, and to me, the the idea of that, though, is the uncomfortable mirror is really what that is. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's your and when I when I see this, I see this as a reflection of us. It's us. That's that's the real we're the villain in this film. And that's uncomfortable to see and to grapple right. with. Um, but but I got to I got to mention something here though please, because you please, talk about the, the deeper themes of the film and the the gore in here and the cinematography and the music which is all incredible but really at the end of the day if your alice doesn't work this film does not work and she carries the weight of this perf- this performance which is not an easy role to pull off and the way that she sells her pain in this film the violence actually carries weight because of her performance and when oh, the way 100%. that you allow her to carry the weight it's just incredible what she does here 100 percent. she is a gem and a, and a star as far as i'm concerned yeah. she is so good she's emotionally intelligent he is physically ex- he's expressive he's subtle he's smart he brought dialogue he wrote things he said what do you think about this so she was he was he was on board he you know she the day the crazy things the day that uh, we shot the scene where she says it's my fucking choice, and she goes out there and she stands there, yeah. exposed entirely, and says, "And it's the choice your mother would have made had she known what you'd become." Uh, that was the day that they reversed Roe v. Wade. Okay, and oh, she came shit. in that night, that day, and that night she came in and we shot that, and we're like, "Whoa, this is super freaky!" Like, how is that happening? Like right at that moment, and she came in crying. She was living this character, right? So she inhabited the, the, the character. There was the only way to do it. And so all of her experiences and, and all of the dialogue that she, and we wrote things, she, she, you know, she's, she's incredibly talented in, in, in so many ways. And, and, and I knew it, you know, we had talked a lot and we had tried things and I was like, wow, she's really, really brilliant. I feared the physical aspect because she's a wafy little, you know, yeah. fashion model. <clears throat> and I thought, well, even that, like, there's an arc to be had. You know what I'm saying? There is a place to start and a place to end. And you will never expect this to happen from her. But she, the challenges that she overcomes both emotionally and physically are going to be to be clear. And she really tackles that. And there's a particular scene. There's a couple of them. I'm very proud of the work that he did and the work that we did together and how I kept her sane because she was physically damaged from, yeah. from being on the floor and crawling through glass and all the things that she did but there's a particular scene when he tries to 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 have a uh a, a meaning of the minds with him and trying to explain to her who she really is and talk right. about her life and men that you know hard it is to please men are all her life and that is a six minute shot that just starts off on a wide and ends up on her eyes and i said to her if you i want nothing more than to be able to do a single shot of you doing this entire scene. And I promise if you nail it, it's, it's in the film. And so we did it a couple of times. And he, by the, by the third time, she was completely exhausted. And it was like magic watching her like live. And you could hear a pin drop and there was a girl crying, you know, watching her do this. 
and they had feeling the pain that she was feeling and all the things that she was saying. And it felt so genuine and so real. I get goosebumps thinking about yeah. it now, how we was, you could just, you could just feel it in the room as it was happening, like that she was really living something personal and something universal at the same time, you know, and that's for some, and that's a gift. And she has that gift and I couldn't be more proud. So thank you for, for mentioning that because you're absolutely right. She's alone for a majority of the film and she's talking to into a box Yeah, and she, and she just captivates. She's captivating. Well, and so, yeah. you know, I'm trying to make other movies with her. I'm like, I'm begging her, let's do more things, you know, because I think she's brilliant. Oh, dude, she's the real deal, man. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. if you can hold a screen for six minutes of dialogue and have it not feel like, oh, we're, we're being showy. Because a lot of times you'll see, and you know, Pearl did this brilliantly also, where you see, I think that yeah, a really right. extended take, and it's just, but that's performance that's carrying that. That's just you're in a black box theater watching an actor do their thing. It's just, it's just you and that performance. You're not coming to anything, and it's just you're in. And I, and, it's, and I, I don't know that that's training. It's, it's soul. Yeah. At that point, when you're that young, when you haven't done that much stuff. Like pearls as well. You that comes from soul. That comes from having experience, lived, being sensitive, to having a, the empathy that we talk about. Yeah, you know, knowing the craft to some degree. But I mean, that's like the kind. You know, that's a lifetime of 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 studying to get to that point where you can deliver something like that. It's either you got it as actors. I forget who told me this, but it's like it's either an acting. It's either you study your whole life, or you never do it. You never study once. You just do it. You know, you just, yeah. You you could just go in there. And, and and do it, you know, and 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 I think that um, I think she has that, you know. I, I think she has that. She played in some other movie that I'd seen her. She played a young prostitute from Arkansas. Now she's a French girl, and okay. she was in Arkansas playing some young nineteen-year-old prostitute with a child who had a pimp that was messing her up. And and I was riveted. She made me cry in the film, and I was like, oh, I I love her. So yeah, yeah, she's phenomenal, man. And it's it's just it's I love seeing. This is the reason I've love genre films it's stuff like this where it people are allowed to play around with headier ideas without really having to um worry about satisfying everybody in that sense you can make bolder statements in it you know because the audience will allow you to go to those places and you can also find people like this and see really the next generation's performers and you can find all this incredible talent through these things and this is just one of those ones that i could very easily recommend this film to the most diehard fango fan in the world but i could also show oh. this film to like my mom you know oh, the, she really she great. hates horror and stuff like that and right. he does not like gore but there's yeah. a conversation my family too is like another, yeah you know my family too is like oh another horror film i go try this one yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> give it you know give it a try but it's funny you say about putting people on because the sniper was a temporary guy never done anything and a very few and the idea was at the beginning was we 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 do a temp sort of uh, talk through and then we'll hire a, oh, a wow. marquee name yeah. and have the marquee name show up for two days and that will save us money and we'll be able to have another name. And the guy was great and he really, really inhabited it and did it so good that we're like, okay, that's, why go further? Why go, why go further? He's doing it and he's great. And this is an opportunity for somebody else to to have a chance and shine and and like you say the genre allows people to come up to get their come up and if you will you know and that's a beautiful thing and it's it's something where honestly there's 
stars can often be a distraction, especially when it's a vocal performance, because the whole time you're watching phone booth, you're, you're listening, you know, for the, the voice on the other end, you're like, who is that? I know that from somewhere that anything you do that creates a barrier between the work and the audience is a negative in my estimation. And so in this, I think you have very few barriers here, and this is just a very raw film where it feels very oh. present and you feel very connected to the material when you're watching this. Oh, well, thank you so much. That's really, that's really very flattering. And I'm glad you, I, 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 I'm very proud of it. And I'm glad that you, uh, you, 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 you got it because most people, you know, that's not what we, what we talk about, but you know, so, so I really appreciate that. And I agree with you. I think, you know, and I come from the theater and a big thing in the theater was always responsibility, responsibility. Yeah. And you end up making, you know, horror movies. And, and, you know, I realized in my first movie when I made P2 and I had a journalist asked me, so what are you trying to say to this movie? And I was like, Oh God, uh, be scared of everybody. I don't know. You know? And so that was the beginning for me of like, okay, so now infuse it, you know, with some, with, 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 with something you like, you have to, even though you are entertaining and I don't, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, you can at the same time talk about issues and 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 maybe you know make people think and of how this world could probably you know be a, a a better a better place you know so i i don't i don't lose sight of that and uh and i'm i appreciate you you seeing seeing it <laughs> well could you just i i would be i, I gotta throw this out there though um just as kind of a i know we're almost out of time but i gotta say i love the hell out of your take on maniac um, because mm. I, because I actually appreciate and love the original so much. Yeah. Right back there. There you go. And that's a VHS. I know I have, I have go to my, I can go grab the VHS. I can grab the Blu-ray and I can grab the 4k from my garage that I have sitting out no there. Cause kidding. it's one of those ones wow. I always pick up every time. And it's it, for me, it was, it's like that dinner sequence in that movie that I love that it just takes a minute to deviate into my dinner with Andre territory for 30, like for, you know, a couple minutes. And it's just so bonkers. It's such a weird, wonderful little movie. And I love that you, when your approach to that material was so different that it was just playing around with that idea that I, I I just, I was a huge fan. So just wanted to throw that out there. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, maniac was all about getting, um, a new a, a new take on it and, you know i got a lot of we, we were like oh we're gonna get so much grief from, te- yeah. from joe spinell to uh to uh, elijah wood this is gonna this, the people are not gonna be happy about this one you know but again i came from from you know ted bundy days and and uh you know the the, the serial killers that were all the scary serial killers were the guy next door i never and then you, you know you're always the neighbor was always interviewed and go I never, never expected it. I never that guy. Ooh, that guy's so yeah. nice, you know. And to me, that was really, really the scary thing about uh, about it. And then, and then also, we were like, I, you know, I was like, are we going to really do another show killer movie? What can we do to it? And that's when we, Ajah and I, started talking about let's let's get in a guy's brain, let's see, and let's make other. And and this again goes back to this. It's us. Let's participate. Yes. And and that's the first person that does that, that puts you in that. And this, the ambiguity turns it back and that the the camera is pointed direct. It's a mirror. It's not a pointing out. It's pointing back at you. And that's what, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. 
No, 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 no. You're right. And that's when maniac literally he's in the mirror. Yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. It's the literal embodiment of that. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. there was the other thing that, that was tying that back. These two pieces was the, the Elijah Wood, but also, you know, in here with your Alice, if you have Linda Hamilton, like, you know, from Terminator two, where she shows up and she's ripped and just carries the weight of the world on her shoulders, it, there's not much of an arc there. When you have somebody right. that looks like her, but that you're introducing her as somebody that's right away, you're showing the flaws and putting it all out there and saying, this is a person right. who's dealing with some shit. There's a very honest portrayal here at the center of it Yeah, that yeah. because people are imperfect does not mean that they deserve to go through shit like this. And all of us have this kind of baggage that if we put it on display, wouldn't be pretty. If you focused on 10 minutes, the wrong 10 minutes of my life, you could make me look like an absolute monster. But there's yeah. every single person has more to offer than their worst 10 minutes. That's exactly right. And you know, I and then and, and and so these were some of the arguments that I have with people with the money people were like, <laughs> oh, you don't like her. She's so me. I go, so so she deserves to die. This is the problem with fucking society. You know, so what? You cannot like people. It doesn't mean you got to kill them, you exactly. know, that they should die. She still has a life. She still has people who love her. She's fucked up. She's going to get over it. Her arc is going to be there. She'll be a better person at the end. Let's not say what happens, but, but yeah. you know, she's going to grow to be a better person. And so, yeah, the arc is everything to me when I, when, yes. when I write a character. It has to be. Or else you don't connect because we all have that. We're all imperfect. We're all going to grow. We're all, we've all fucked up and we all want to be better people than, than, than we are we, into, with our children, with our parents, with our friends, with everybody. There's always, you know, or else you have no empathy and you have no feelings and, and you have no guilt for anything. And, you know, what kind of a human being are you? Which reverts back to him saying the next generation to not give a fuck is what your children are going to be. And that is terrifying to me. And that was what really attracted me to, to, to the whole. I hope that's not the case. I, I hope so too. Um, because yeah. I think for too long, we've confused cynicism with intelligence. And if you're yeah. hopeful, you're somehow seen as less than. And we need to right. write that ship. Because if you look at this and you can see hope and you can find things, that's somebody I want to learn from. Not the asshole telling me that we're all sinking. I need to learn from the guy that says that the girl that says that we, we, there's a way out of this mess. Cause that's what I need right now is a, I need a North and, star. Yeah. And there is, and there is a way. And, 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 you know, I think, you know, and in, in, in going back to the movie, when, the, when, when the darkness lifts from this song, this horrible sort of dungeon place, right. Yeah. When darkness lifts, you see how beautiful the world is. The surrounding, wow, look what we were surrounded with. We were blinded by the beauty of everything around us. Yep. And, and, and that's the end. That's the end. That's exactly what happens. And so when people say, oh, it's dark, I go, no, it's not. Look around you. It's, it's vibrant. There's birds flying. There's greenery. There's, there's life. Let's not ignore it. You know, let's, 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 you know, grab that and let's, let's, you know, reaffirm that, that we're, we're alive and that, and that life and the world can be a beautiful place. It's, it's really up to us. Absolutely. And sorry, I, I know we're running behind, uh, over at this point, but it just we're reminds me of this, this Bill Hicks thing where he talks about watching CNN for 14 hours straight and it's just war, death, disease, plague, famine. What? And, you know, you just get this in your head and then you walk outside and it's just the birds chirping and the world is beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, it's, we got to focus on the right thing. So yeah, it, it's been a truth for a long time. Yeah. No, no, no. I, and, and I agree a hundred percent. And, and, uh, 
And I've been, I want to talk about it. I want to make, uh, you know, and it's not, it's not easy because I'm approached by different projects. And I, I tell you, I swear that whatever I'm handed, I'm like, where's the redeeming? Where's the hope? Where, wh- how do we tell something uh, uh, bigger and brighter? It, the, the movie in itself can be terrifying, but, but yeah. what's the lesson? You know, what's the lesson and, 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 and what can we get out of it? You know, in the end, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a positive guy, uh, you know, and I believe that we can, we can be better, even though the film in itself is, goes to a dark place, you know, that's just cause where we are. I'm a, I'm trying to be a reflection really, you know, you know but in the end, yeah. it's, I'm sad that we need a reflection and a reminder of this right now, but I'm hopeful that there's people out there willing to push these conversations forward. So thank you for that, man. Cause we need yeah. this. Well, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. I'm I'm so glad that uh, that we had a talk and that uh, that you saw that 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 aspect of it. You know, it's battle getting it out. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's sometimes it's often masked. I often don't tell. You know, I don't tell people. You know, it's just there, and you go and try and make it, and then you go, oh wait, well, this is wait, this is about this. I go, oh yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh shit, wow, that's deep. Oh, that's deep. <laughs> I, to me, that it, and I guess it's just all the experience that people have. And like you said, it is a little bit of a workshire test where it's what you're bringing to it. And this just felt like I think I was possibly, I feel like we're on the same wavelength with a lot of this stuff and we're thinking about and wrestling with the same thing. So I feel like that's why this film yeah. felt very apparent to me. And when you got to this ending of it, it felt like, yes, that is what it deserved to be. That's what it needed to be. And you have that last final shot of the movie is such a beautiful bookend with one of Alex's films also, where you have all those kids going out and getting on the bus at the end of the film. And That's it's right. just those two things. Like, I really want to see that as a double feature to watch these two things play next to each <laughs> other. <laughs> just a, uh, right. Instead of like a Hope Springs Eternal double feature, it's the Hope Dies Tonight feature. <laughs> uh, uh, right. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, I think, you know, guys, our generation, our age, Alex is a little younger uh, and you're right in between us, I, I, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 but that's, I think we have kids now and that's what we do. And we grew up loving, lo- loving these stuff for one reason. And then as we mature and we make movies and we see that we sort of, to, you know, without being preachy, have a, you can do things with it, have a responsibility yeah. in a way. And we want our kids to see it. And we don't want to be the, you know, we want to be the smart dad. <laughs> well, you can, you can you get know? up in the genre. You can get up on a soapbox without people knowing you ever got up on a soapbox, which that's, is a pretty wonderful whole, thing, isn't it? That's the whole point. And it goes back to the, you know, the theater teachers going, you can, you can say things you not. And, and, you know, I'll tell you something, the movies, that I appreciate in the genre always have an element of that. They always 100%. go beyond that. They always, they're smarter than what you think they are, you know? Yep. And, and that's why the ones that go over that, 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 that do really well always have a, 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 a little more. They're always about a family. They're always about a, uh, 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 you know, a, a current, something current, something happening in society. They, you know, that, that, that last time since the beginning, since the early zombie films, since, since the horror genre was not about, horror was about something else it was about us absolutely you know? so i think it's part of the i think it's always been part of the genre you know and that's it's the part that i've that i've gravitated to and always appreciated it you know for and i'm, you know? I'm just glad that we're kind of out of the stuff that i came up with where that stuff in the 80s that there was a lot less uh thought and nuance in a lot of the mainstream stuff that was going on that it was far yeah. more uh 
misogynistic and just it was it was more embarrassing to like some Agreed. of the stuff now i can films like yours i can hold my head up high saying that i love this uh, thing so. wow well, well thank you so much well no thank you man and uh congratulations and hopefully uh let's I want I want another one. I'm a greedy American consumer. One of my many downfalls. I want more from you. I want me, clip, I, man. Trust me. No one wants me to make another one more than me. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm on I'm, I'm battle every time. wanting to see more. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, it thanks, means man. a lot, Chris. Chris thank you. you so much, Chris. It's a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank Take you. Bye. Talk soon. I, I hope so. I hope so. All right. Cool. Thank you, brother. I, thank you. I just don't fit in, man. I don't fit in anywhere. That's my problem. You know my problem? I watch too much news. I don't know if you've ever, ever, ever sat and watched CNN longer than, say, 20 hours in one day. <laughs> I've got to cut that out. You ever watch CNN headline news for any length of time? It's the most depressing fucking thing you will ever do. War, famine, death, AIDS, homeless, recession, depression. War, famine, death, AIDS. <laughs> then you look out your window, it's just... Where is all this shit happening, man? <laughs> Ted Turner is making this shit up. Jane Fonda won't sleep with him. He runs to a typewriter. By 1992, we will all die of AIDS. Read that on the air. I don't get laid. Nobody gets laid. <laughs> I mean, I'm writing Jane Fonda. Will you fuck this guy so we can get some good news, please? I want to see a well-laid Ted Turner newscast. Hey, it's all going to work out. Here's sports. <laughs> I think so. Time enough to figure you out. Time enough to write this down. Wish me luck. Give me hope.
voice crack.